Last time on Almost Heroes, we started our morning, or whatever it was, when Doss excitedly woke us up and told us that the Lair of Goldbreak had been discovered. Being the zealous, adventurous heroes we are, we went back to sleep and went shopping for the day instead. But before hitting the shopping, we were delivered delivered our letterman jackets, making our joining of revivifists legit. Of course, not without some magnificent customization by Cliff. Then, a quick stop back at to see Dags to have Rangrim take a whack at combining Glynn's infamous air render bow and the wand of the Dragon Queen, which he's used an unknown amount of times by me, which was a as pristine as if Rangrin can do anything of poor craftsmanship. Shopping, of course, took to new rarities as our favorite Rakshasa, Jargat, has added a new top shelf to his shop. After acquiring some new shiny items, we make for the lair of Goldbreak, which conveniently for us is located just near the Dawn Forge. Things had really been looking for us, looking up for us, heroes. Until they weren't, as Jakar comes crashing down on the cart mid-flight, spewing as this nasty blast of acid, breaking the cart in two, separating Glynn and me aboard the cart from our donkeys with Rangrim on their back. And that is where we left off. Thank you very much, Bobby. That brings us to episode 112, Darkness Before Dawn. So when we last left our Almost Heroes, three of you and Bryn were on your way to the fabled Dawn Forge when, out of the blue, Chikar attacked and melted your car, your cart, uh, base, well, I mean, fantasy car, uh, completely in half, uh, separating Rangrim and the donkeys from Glenn and Cosmo and Bryn, uh, who are currently in the cart uh, plummeting to the ground uh, with Chikar riding it. Uh, so... This is exactly where we are going to pick up. Cosmo and Glenn, you are falling from 10,000 feet in a metal box. What do you do? Uh, Bryn's with us, right? Uh, I think Bryn is with you. He is currently stuck to the ceiling, kind of, um, as uh, as you kind of are all tumbling around to the inside of this metal box. Um, and okay. I think he's just like clanking around the inside, like, did anyone have an idea? Uh, holy shit, Bryn. You've been in this situation before. What do we do? <laughs> Cosmo's just over here. She's just like... Ah! <laughs> um, aerial combat is not really my uh, expertise. And if I have any experience in this, I have uh, I have lost those memories. And you'll have to... Re- uh, this is way too long of a conversation for... <laughs> Holy shit, act faster, and I'm going to cast Featherfall on everyone I can see. So, depending on how detached and how far away the donkeys are at this moment, can I do a quick perception check to see if I also (laughs) glance and see Rangrim just off in the distance floating away within Uh, 60 feet, or is he already too far? 
yeah, so I would say you're in the back of the cart. Um, there is, you have, you are like definitely, uh, your view is obscured by the curtains and doors and all that stuff, and you probably can't see everything. So I would say a perception, perception check with disadvantage. That is very generous of you. Thank you. <laughs> it's very generous. Disadvantage. Look, I'm sad it was disadvantage, but um, rogue things, uh, 19. Okay. Um, I will say that uh, you are tumbling through the sky. You're not even like, I mean, I think you catch a glimpse of what you think could be Rangrim, but it is like you catch it for a split second with your elven eye, your special elven eyes, your magic elven eyes. Magic um, eyes. You just see, like, you see a, uh, like, it's a speck, and it's way, it's like when the cart is tilted at like a 45 degree angle upwards. Yeah. It's like he's way above you because you have literally just started dropping out of the sky, and he's still flying on dolphins. So, in theory, if that hits anything, whatever it hit of the three of them, because they're all my friends, uh, two of them get Featherfall and one of them doesn't. So if you want to decide <laughs> who I caught a glimpse of, but like that would basically be the option. Uh, I think you can give it to Bryn and, and Cosmo in the cart. Then. Yes, yeah, I already did that. Yeah, so sorry, I can okay. do five people. So I already did them, oh. but I was saying like, if I could roll to just like... Catch What's the range on that spell? Uh, 60 feet, so it sounds like it's past that. Oh, no, yeah, they way way out of 60 feet. Okay. So yeah, we have Featherfall on us. Uh, Cosmo, what the hell do you think? Should we get Jakar off us? This thing can float, right? Because of the wheels? We just... Genevieve, do something. <laughs> you hear just like a terrified screech, just like a... From the underneath, underneath side of the cart. And I think you hear like the cannon shoot like two times. <laughs> Hell just yes. in whatever direction just i mean she's on the opposite side of the cart from shakar like it like you can hear you can actually see okay i'll, I'll give you this it's just making um, detonations your, in the with your passive perception like yeah i mean you can hear just like the can just going boof, boof, from the underside as as you guys are kind of tumbling through the air like i said you are literally tumbling around the inside of this thing um think like thor from the avengers in that big box like that's kind of what's happening as you're falling through the sky um oh is jakar not uh, holding on to it Jakar is, Jakar is not it. flying it. He's he's holding onto it, but you guys are tumbling with Jakar still on the roof. He's not flying you away like like the magic school bus. He's just pushing it down. He's just on it, riding it as it's but if, as it's if falling. He's holding it. How are we tumbling? I don't understand like the he's physics of what's happening to it. He's, oh, also he's just tumbling. barrel rolling. He's, yeah, he's just great. We're gonna just, die. He's, We're fucking. He's dead. got he's got wings tucked and is just like basically you guys are falling through the sky. Um, but like, I think you can actually see his claws are sunk through the actual cart. You can see he's like, his claws are actually poking through the metal on the inside of the cart. So you can tell he's still there. You can very much clearly see that, but he has not ripped the roof off or anything like that yet. But you, I mean, you, you have a door on the front and back of this cart. Um, yeah. that's, that's what you currently have. The, I, I think the curtains and the one, what the door in the back is closed completely. That's kind of like the hatch that's sealed the front with like the curtains. They're just flapping, you know, hither and yawn. Um, and you can see like you catch, you know, night basically it's, just, it's nighttime right now, um, out of the front. And you know that the, the cart is, uh, like the wheels are still lit up, you would assume, but it doesn't since it doesn't have a direction to go it's just kind of it's just flying straight, straight to in whatever ground. direction exactly yeah so it's it's tumbling uh directly towards the ground so you guys are i didn't realize he was death filing with it so it's all all gucci does, uh does the feather fall slowing us 
it wouldn't cart? slow us against the force of the cart. You just fall at a safe speed. Oh, but oh, you can't cast it on the on the cart. You're being pushed down by it's the a, cart. It's a right it's a thing. Or yeah, it has to be a a person for a featherfall sure. or a creature. Right. Yeah, excuse me. All right. Well, let's go out and beat this thing off of our cart. <laughs> you heard him, Bryn. Beat this thing off. Oh, oh. I think Bryn is is kind of like holding himself against the walls uh, as after the feather fall. I think he's just kind of like held himself up. He's like, uh, you see him just kind of with the with a kind of a steely resolve. He's like, follow your lead, and uh, he he kind of starts to he grabs himself uh, like you know grabs a bar on the inside of the cart um, and uh, kind of pulls that vihander sword off his back with the other hand and uh, seems like he's making his way to follow you. Um, so, uh, Glenn, I'll give you a, uh, just because we have, you know, kind of separated party here, uh, let me know what you want to do, and then I want to jump over to Rangrim. Uh, Glenn is going to, like, brace himself. So if, if, if it's falling the non-donkey side down first, right? So it's the back of the cart, right? There's no real front or back mm-hmm. anymore, but if it's, like, the back, uh, if that's face down and they need to climb up, Glenn's going to, like, brace himself towards the bottom of that and just try to be like the best height that they can use to like get out and start murdering the fuck out of Jakar. Like he's just going to okay. try to be a, a set of stairs. <laughs> so Britain, okay, so you're, Cosmo can get you're essentially and... you're essentially going to the front part of the cart and, and uh, like where the, the flaps are and you're essentially just kind of aiding them in their ascent. Up. Right, yeah. What like I'm basically assisting them getting out and then yeah, that's my turn. I, I don't really Perfect. have too much besides Featherfall. Uh, perfect. No, uh, roll me a um, roll me an athletics check with advantage um, for you, to, and I'll use that as a, a, a whether or not they get advantage. Got it. for your for your aid, essentially. That is a plus zero. Uh, with advantage or disadvantage? Sorry. Uh, I'll give you advantage on it, it's just because you're you're aiding them. Great. Uh, Eighteen is my total strength. Okay. Perfect. Um, I think that that's, uh, I think that's plenty. Um, Bobby, I'll say that, uh, if you want to roll for, um, athletics, basically to pull yourself out onto the top, um, I will, uh, I will give you advantage now because, uh, Glenn is helping you up. I will also roll for Bryn. Great. <clears throat> athletics, dirty 20. Oh, nice. Bryn really needed that advantage. Uh, he rolled a six and then a natural one. Oof. Um, so let me. Uh, I don't think Bryn is doing very well. I'm going to say that uh, he, he manages not to fall off, but he is. I think he gets out um, outside of the cart, and I think that he damn near almost falls off and is able to catch himself, but um, oh, he's not able to, like, he's not able to follow Cosmo up. Cosmo, you're able to pull yourself up over the edge of the cart, and I think that you just, like, you see Chakar is, like, looking down and was looking at the other out of the cart and i think as soon as you crawl up i think he just turns to face you um and you see Bryn is kind of holding on with the, to the cart with one arm uh the other arm is holding his vihander sword out uh, but he's kind of trying to follow you but currently unsteadied right now glenn is uh you know helping you guys lifting you up but he lifts you up and you just look face to face with jakar on the top of this cart um Rangrim, let's jump to you you are uh, laying across the back of uh, your trusty Champagne, um, and Cologne is next to you, um, and you can feel yourself uh, going higher. 
as the donkeys are just in a absolute panic and they are just like, they have just started going straight up, not not straight up, but like at a 45 degree angle upwards. Um, And I think that uh, you are like, you can feel it getting colder and like, just like getting a little bit harder to take breaths as they are just like continuing at this like ascent upwards. Um, Roll me uh, an animal handling check. That's true. No advantage on this because they are in crazy panic mode. Uh, 17 plus, uh, so 22. Perfect. Okay. So you are, um, how, tell, how, tell me how you, uh, how you calm these, uh, these absolutely panicked, uh, donkeys down. Uh, I feel like Ringram's just on the back of both of them, like kind of hugging them this, at this point. He's just between the two of them, like chill, 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 chill. It's fine. I know it's just bad. Relax, relax, relax. Goose father, goose father. Okay. <laughs> I I think that um I think that you're able to like um they they kind of slow their uh their ascent and they kind of I mean they're still flying but I think they are uh they level out and they are they've just like slowed their roll uh completely um and you are able to kind of take control of the reins. Um I think that you look back um I'm going to actually look up uh terminal velocity uh, of how fast the uh you guys would be falling um Terminal velocity of a dwarf. Let me know I was going to say, uh, is, is this a Collian terminal velocity or? <laughs> um, okay, so. The number yeah. is, has to be multicolored. Yes. It's been the one theme. Uh, it, it is. Yeah. Let's just, what's the, what's the terminal velocity of a car? <laughs> um, okay, uh, cool. Well, that, uh, yeah, that's, that's going to put it. So I think that uh, Rangrim, they are. I think 500 feet below you. Okay. And they are falling fucking fast. Like you can just, I mean, it, this, this visual of this metal box, you're the cart that you've put so much effort and time into making. And again, so sorry to that. This is, uh, this is happening to it, but, um, the, uh, this thing is just like spiraling and you can just see like a four winged, six-legged monstrosity abomination of a dragon that is just like essentially riding it to the ground right now. Um, Rangrim's still holding on both of the donkeys. Is going to speak to them and just say, keep yourself safe. If you can get to us, get to us. And I'm going to use the satellite crash feature of my uh, meteor oh, ge- uh, hammer and I'm going to throw that directly into the air targeting Chikar and I'm going to jump off the donkeys let's go like just missile like trying to trying to get there yep while my hammer is going 120 feet above me <laughs> while I'm falling towards <laughs> oh my god um I love this. Okay, so I think that I think that that's where we're going to jump back to. Um, we're going to jump back to Cosmo um, as uh, at Cosmo and Glenn. As uh, Cosmo, you have come face to face with Jakar, um, who is just like its mouth is still dripping this like acidic, black and green liquid. Um, this this dragon, I, I've described them before. Uh, this it, it is not like it is not a normal dragon. The face is like shorter and more like stout. The body, even it's not as um, as like 
kind of thick as it was when it originally formed around the the body of um the red king it has lengthened it's probably three times the size it was even when it originally formed this thing is like still growing or it hasn't reached its final form or whatever the case may be with Chakar. but it like it has this like blackened like it, its body is all black except for this like green emanation that seems to be coming out of its chest and you can see that there's like some sort of like it doesn't seem like it's uh like completely closed it almost seems like there are more wings that are like closed over something that is emanating green light out of this thing's chest but it's like it it looks like a twisted kind of just a, the nastiest version of a black dragon you've ever seen uh and it just it seems like it's some sort of twisted creature but it is looking directly at you and drip its mouth dripping with acid uh what does cosmo stoneheart do um i i think um <clears throat> i think cosmo he steps out onto it and he's just pulls out his uh scimitar or his uh war pick and his shield i don't know why i almost said scimitar who am i <laughs> and it's just all right then let's do this you foul beast and i think he's gonna jump up at him to hit him okay yeah um roll that uh roll that attack i have a quick quick question uh i'm pretty sure cosmo's weapon changes to whatever shape he wants it to be and since he thought about a scimitar doesn't that mean that he's using a scimitar in this fight? Isn't Chet a scimitar I think it takes now? an action. I think it takes an action to do it. But, I thought it was just um, the will of his weapon, because I'm pretty sure, like, half for a flash of a moment, it went scimitar. Stop trying, to make, give, stop trying to take away his proficiency with his weapons, Glenn. <laughs> I was going to say, he definitely No, it shifted right back. It changed. That's Glenn just kind of out of the corner of his eyes. He's like, oh, that's, I know. That's canonical. That's absolutely sure, canonical. Sure, sure. <clears throat> um, okay, so I'm going to do one thing before I kind of... You know, Hold on. Part was for I, have one, I have one question. How is Cosmo staying held down on this cart that's spinning through the air? I don't know that I necessarily am being held down. I got Featherfall. I'm technically floating. I think I was holding on to it. And then instead, I just jump at him and I'm hit Okay. Him. Yeah. So you are you are unattached as you're making this attack. So we need to keep that in mind as this happens. Because if, if, you, if you miss... You're gonna miss. And you're fine. gonna be flying through the arrow. So yeah, so, cool. Uh, so kind of like the like the like his taunt would in our combat terms, I suppose. He's gonna use his uh, bonus action to cast Vow of Enmity on him. Um, okay. To give him advantage on all of his attacks. Perfect. Yeah. I mean, if there's not, a, if there's what better time, really? Absolutely. That's kind of what I'm feeling, right? So. Uh, um, yep. All right, so Cosmo's going to attack him. That's a great idea. I love it. Uh, roll for an attack. Okay, we're going. That's first. That's actually better. Um, the first attack is going to be a 22 to hit. Um, that will, that'll do it, yeah. Oh, dang it. Uh, it was cocked on a 20, but it's turned into <laughs> an 8, which is still a dirty 20. So, alright. Uh, yeah, that, that definitely hits. Okay, 
All right, so not a ton. Uh, so Cosmo just jumps at him, and he's just like letting out this dwarven roar as he just like I don't know where I, I'm not really sure. We're doing. I mean, this. yeah, you you basically so yeah you basically you're you're following like his chest or if it's like uh, his backside. Um, I, how about this? I, I think that um, because you were kind of on the side of him, and I think that uh, he kind of turned his head towards you, I think that you obviously wouldn't want to dive right at his face, you know, because that's where the means are. And I think that you probably, like, you let go of the cart to just jump at him, and I think you grab onto, like, maybe, like, the side of one of his wings or something like that, and you can get, like, the meaty part of, like, his neck and, like, upper body um, that I think that, uh, but you're on his, like, side, like, you're, so you'd be basically kind of, like, holding on to, like, just above the leg, right where the wing, the front wings meet, okay. um, and I think that you're able to get a hold. Uh, roll me a uh, dexterity saving throw. Oh, yeah, we're good. We're good. Oh, yeah. Dexterity saving throw is 16. Okay. Uh, that is good enough uh, to uh, to grab a hold, uh, and so like you don't just go flying off after your attacks. Uh, but roll the damage. Uh, damage is twenty two. Okay, a very respectable amount of damage there. Um, as you are able to grab onto Jakar and just like get two, like land two, just clean. Like I assume you're using the spike end of your uh, your oh, yeah. war pick. Absolutely, gloves are off. <laughs> Punch. Punch a punch a couple holes in there uh, into the side of uh, Chakar, and this this kind of like greenish black like blood starts to ooze out. Um, and I think that uh, Glenn, you see on the inside of the cart, you see like a couple uh, like drops of this stuff start to like melt through uh, the ceiling of the cart, uh, dropping through, um, and, and kind of like tss, tss, tss across the ground um, as you are inside the cart. Uh, the cart I'm still in. That's cool. Yes, absolutely. So, uh, it, and I think that like you feel you you see Chakar's like claws like tighten and just like like a tin can just like is it kind of pulls it and crinkles it and rips bigger holes um, on the inside there. Uh, but uh, Glenn, uh, that is going to uh, bring it to your uh, your kind of uh, little mini turn here. Uh, what are you doing? I know you were helping them up. You were kind of standing in the doorway, you know, kind of posted up there. What do you what do you want to do? Uh, can I hold my turn for Bryn to go? Is he out? I just want to make sure no one's still in, but I want to kind of see what Bryn does purely to kind of follow yeah. his lead on this fight. I have an idea, but I also want to see what he does in case he would change it. No, for sure. Uh, I rolled another uh, another uh, athletics check for him, and he was able to kind of pull himself up, you know, with the kind of unnatural strength of, and, you know, endurance of a Warforged body. Uh, he's able, you, you kind of, like, you see him, like, really kind of clench his fists together, and I think, like, one of the pipes or whatever that he was holding onto on the side of the cart, like, just kind of crinkles as he, like, rips himself forward and, like, kind of launches himself onto the cart, holding onto, like, an edge with the one hand. Um, and I think that seeing... Uh, this is, a, this is actually a good question. I'm, I'm wondering if uh, I wonder if you would. Okay, listen. I listen. I I say it's a good question because it's something that I have to answer that's going on in my own head. But anyway, uh, what I'm wondering is whether or not Bryn is going to uh, hesitate or whether he is going to attack. And I don't think that's something I can answer. Uh, so I'm going to roll some dice for him. We'll roll percentage dice. Uh, and we will see uh, where we are at. So if I roll above a 50, uh, I will, uh, he'll will attack. Um, and that is a 63. I think emboldened by uh, seeing Cosmo diving in, I think you see Bryn hesitate for a slight second and you see him like, you would expect him to just like launch himself forward as soon as he gets up there and that would be it. But I think he lands and he just looks on at this this creature that has like, like caused him 
no end of pain and suffering throughout his life, but this kind of the hesitance of is this like his childhood, like, you know, friend? It, it, you know, could that be part of this? And like, could he be putting his friend like to uh, like, you know, well, into another grave or whatever the case would be um, if he dispatches this creature. Um, I think you see that hesitance linger there for a second, uh, but not for long because I think he dives straight forward with that uh, with that sword out um, and he's going to take a couple attacks with a Vihander. Um, that first one is not going to hit. Uh, that second one absolutely will. Um, and let's go with his third attack. And that third one is also not going to hit. Um, so he's going to get one attack with his Vihander sword. Let's roll those. Uh, let's roll those bones. Roll them bones. Roll them bones. Um, yeah, so that's 18 damage as Bryn just like like dives in, and I think that like he just drives that sword straight through one of the 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 like hands, the claws that uh, Chikar is uh, essentially holding onto the car with, and drives it straight through. I think uh, Glenn, you see just the Vihander sword just dripping in that blackish like green uh blood just like you see the blade of it just come shooting through the inside of the cart um as he just like absolutely pins jakar to this cart with this um and i think then you see it like slurp outwards as he uh, as he pulls it back for another attack um but he's kind of unsteadied and is unable to hit uh connect with his other two attacks um uh, but you hear jakar just like scream in pain as he takes this uh this uh ouchies to his foot um, I love that you use slorp as a verb. That's, that's it, awesome. It's the, I mean, it really is there better onomatopoeia for that, uh, for that sound. But um, I immediately knew what you're talking about. <laughs> I was shlorped. there with you. Uh, so uh, it's, uh, it's your turn, Glenn. What would you like to do? Is there still a big ass foot uh, in the can in front of me, basically? Still kind of torn in, like to the, the in the, side yeah, of it, or is he completely let go? No, no, he's, uh, okay. I mean, he has six legs. They're all uh, in some I forgot about form. the fact uh, that he has a fuck ton of they're, legs. They're cool. all, I mean, literally there are claws sticking into this cart all over the place. Uh, and like I said, example of that is like, it's like a six-legged bird that is just like attached onto like a tin can that is able to pierce through. Like it is, there. Every, there's claws everywhere. So, you know, pick your poison there. Also, I'm not really sure if that's like a relatable example because no one's ever seen a six six-legged bird attacking the tin can but i understand what you're saying so glenn I'm, as his action and i guess it's actually a question for rangram is there a chain near the forge of any kind would there be like chains of any kind or rope around your forge i think there the probably cart? would be like chains in general like whether it was to like hang things or to mount things or to like uh pull anvils and things back and forth to like to secure things to the floor okay so Glenn is going to stay like he's seeing all the stuff dripping in and you can like see Jakar's foot and kind of like a, a glimpse of space past like the talon, right? Uh, mm -hmm. Glenn is going to grab a chain and basically throw it in the air as my bonus action cast Misty Step and land outside. And then like, I guess my full action would be with Mage Hand, just bring that chain out with me like feed it through the hole that Glenn just saw out with. So he has an anchor okay. point to the cart. Okay, so you mounted it to the inside of the cart and you- I'm assuming this chain is like on the wall or something. It's like mounted to yeah. the wall. So I okay. grab it with mage hand, right? I misty step out. And then I have my mage hand bring it through the hole that I just saw through. 
He's going to try to empire I, him. I, I accept this. I love it. Um, so, uh, I'm trying to like land and sit on his foot. Like his foot is now a horse. I'm just like grab, like I'm just like trying to saddle it because I can miss his step. Okay. I can see through the can. Yep. I can see yep. his leg. I'm just trying to miss his step, saddle this thing, and then I'm going to hold on to the cart. Yeah, you're going. You're going full bucket rider on this thing, uh, and uh, it's yeah, absolutely. The, are you trying to land on the one that was already damaged by Bryn, or are you trying to land on just another foot? The the leg that's like the most horseback looking leg it has, <laughs> the thickest one that I can throw my legs on. I don't okay. want to grab uh, like the the weak arm. I want to grab one that's not going to let okay. me die right away. Let's do this. So I think that uh, Bryn. So you guys are kind of of all attacking the kind of right-hand side of Chakar right now. Um, I think that Bryn uh, stabbed through the very front foot. Um, I think you, you land on the second one that's kind of like halfway up the the side of the cart, um, but I think it's like slightly under the wing cover, um, and I think that you're able to uh, kind of go through the side, and as there's no real up or down right now, it doesn't really matter because you're it's literally spinning. Just spiraling, yeah. which I will say that I think at this point you've probably fallen a third of the distance to the ground, uh, so <laughs> things are getting dire. Um, but you land, uh, you land, grabbed onto the thing. Just make me a dexterity saving throw. Sweet. Good at those. I within five feet of Cosmo. It's a natural one. I um, have so many things to protect me, but if it's ever a one, I have to give it. Mm. Um, the one. It happened. So, My brother in dice. Whew. You. Uh, so this is. Bang. I mean, this is. This is absolutely. This is absolutely what happens. Um, you. You have this incredible plan. You think it through. You do the entire thing. Um, what you don't take into account is just the sheer rate of speed of how fast you're falling. And I think that when you <laughs> appear in the air, you're already your heart is already well below you. And so I think you just appear in the air and you're like, you see the mage hand like running out towards you with this uh, with this chain. I think it just hits the edge of the chain and is not able to get to you with the distance. And I think that you just see the mage hand essentially waving to you as this thing continues to fall and plummet towards the earth uh, below you. Um, I will say Quick this question. though, with your passive perception, what's up, what's going on? I was gonna say, how far do they get? Because after sixty feet, they lose Featherfall. I've been keeping count of rounds, but like oh, once no. they get outside that space, I'm pretty sure Featherfall stops. So I would yell if they like, if if they're already outside of sixty feet in this two seconds, which that, that's a like it was. Like if if they're outside of that range of you, it's not just like when you cast it on them, they I have see it. it as a concentration spell. Yeah, I don't think it's concentration. So it's just, I think it's just on them. Because it's a reaction spell, and it would last a minute. Right. Da, 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 da. Range. That's the range of casting. Yeah. Oh, maybe it stays then? I, I read it, it as for the, I, I think it would stay. For the duration? If it was a concentration spell, I would assume that we have to remain within that distance while you're maintaining concentration, like water walking, Right. Isn't water walking a concentration spell? I think so. So you're just saying that yeah, they water don't breathing, lose same thing. Sajukor, okay. I don't, great, I don't think they would lose it when they when they get outside of your area of casting. I think the casting is what matters. That's okay. Great. Then, which is I'm why Rangrim falling to his death right now <laughs> does not have it. <laughs> I was gonna say Rangrim is the one that I'm the most scared of, just other than Bryn, just like absolutely beefing it by something like falling damage because you don't have any aside from your plan currently uh you don't have a lot of uh 
like plan. Ringrun doesn't have a plan. Yeah. <laughs> um, by the way, the the rate of the rate of speed right now you guys are falling at is 300 feet per second. Um, it is. Okay. It is. That is the. That is uh, 500. So a car falls at 200 miles per hour. That's on the generous end. It's usually 300, based on what I was looking at. So I would say that you guys are, because it's made out of metal, definitely falling at the rate of a car. So we're doing a little math right now. But 300 feet per second is uh, is what you guys are currently falling at. So within the second that you tell you teleport up there, they are 300 feet away from you, or like half that, because it's half mm. a second. You falling at the rate of car sounds right. Mm -hmm. uh, for flavor too, uh, just because no one saw it and that makes Glenn sad. Uh, he would have been a poof of raven feathers <laughs> because it's being cast through the cross, but no one was there to see it. So uh, yeah, okay, that's all. Uh, yeah, I'm just chilling, I guess, casually floating <laughs> as I see all my friends plummet to their death, and I imagine we um, hear Rango go. Ah. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say yeah. So with your passive perception, um, I'll, I'll say this, Rangram. Uh, you see, uh, you see, Glenn, uh, who is um, who is just like teleported. I think that um, he is ahead of you still, but you are like flying towards him at uh, at speed. Uh, is there any? Do you adjust at all, or do you just like continue towards the car? Oh, right towards the car. And as I go by, I'm gonna go hurry up. <laughs> um, okay. Well, Catch I me. Oh no. <laughs> I love this. Um, I think that uh, this. I think that. Um, this is the moment when um, you can enact your plan here, Dan. You are uh, you are hurtling towards this cart at speed. Um, uh, tell me what you would like to do. Um, hurtling towards the cart at speed. Chikara is still just like on top of it. Being ridden by it. a Cosmo and uh, and being attacked by Amberin currently and uh, being do followed I see out by like Glenn. Where Cosmo is, right? Uh, yeah, I would say with your perception being as good as it is, I think that you can see uh, your small dwarven friend uh, kind of, uh, well, dwarfed in comparison to this giant creature. Um, and it's just kind of like, he's essentially like on the side of him. You can just see like a little speck of uh, and sh maybe the shiny sheen of Cosmo's incredibly gleaming armor. Can I see where Chakar's face is or what might <laughs> be his head? Yeah, it's, it's turning towards uh, Cosmo currently trying to like him uh because we are uh we are after this turn is when chikar is going to get a little bit of a attack there okay so um using my action i'm going to use the uh belt of the battle rager to uh use the spike ball feature oh my god yes please Oh my God. Okay, I read can you read that for me because i believe that has a little bit of uh give and take on it a little bit, little, little bit. Um, so I'm going to use the spike ball feature. It says creatures in a, in a twenty foot uh, creatures in a twenty foot radius sphere centered on you must make a dexterity saving throw or take twelve d six piercing damage. <laughs> After using this ability, the wearer immediately takes sixty six. If the user is knocked unconscious from death saving throws, not two as failures. So I'm doing that like right before I hit him in the face. And as my bonus action, I'm going to use the other word, the other word from my meteoric javelin to call it towards me to also hit Chikara in the face. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to need probably one. So I need you to make me a ranged attack. That's the only way I can see it making sense um, with you shooting towards him. Your body is the spear. Um, I think you should make me a ranged attack. I'm falling towards him, and the um, my warhammer 
technically because the orbital movements of the not that item's thing it's it's a one it's 120 feet behind me so i just say so something your physical your physical body I, over me physical to be able to you're, you're the projectile <laughs> Yeah, you yep. are the projectile. Sorry, I've never had to roll for myself being a projectile before. <laughs> roll for bullet. Be, be the dart. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, what am I rolling? I'm sorry. A ranged attack. That's a th- Which you can use your strength plus. as your thing. for Use it like a javelin, essentially. You are the javelin. Be the javelin. Be the javelin. Make it your dexterity bonus. and then uh, No, javelins are strengths. Uh, so that's a 16. That's not very good. That is unfortunately not good enough. Um, what I need you to do, so I'll say this. Uh, you are not going to like collide with him, and I need you now to make me a very important dexterity saving throw. Um, 19. I'm sorry, okay. 21. Okay. You, I think you, you miss. You, like, you are hurtling towards him, and I think that, like, you're like, this is going to be perfect, this is going to be perfect, and I think the cart turns just i mean it, this is a chaotic situation I, you can't have everything math brained out and planned out and i think that like it just rotates enough where you are able to like i think chikar's wing comes up you completely miss his like neck and body and like the head but i think as it, the cart's turning his wing kind of comes up in front of you and you are basically you just like collide with the with the side of his wing uh, and it catches you like a, a essentially like a you know like a hammock of some sort, uh, basically, and you're able to grab onto like the bony parts of the wing, um, this kind of front wing, and you can see now you're you're within like, I don't know, ten feet of Cosmo, who's like on the other side of Chikar, just kind of like fighting against this uh, this creature, and you can see Bryn, who's also doing the same. Um, but uh, yeah, I would say that you're you know you're ten feet away from Cosmo currently, um, and uh, feel free to uh, if you want to extend that uh, that spike ball, you totally can. Um, I will say that Cosmo uh, is. Is just is kind of close within range because um, I know it's an AOE effect. The things like neck. If he hits the wing, unless the thing's got a wingspan of twenty feet, that's fair. Okay, I'll I'll say that you're fifteen feet away, so that uh, Cosmo's out of range. Because I I do agree with you that um, I'm just picturing like if it goes out in every single direction and you're ten feet away from him, it would pin cushion you a little bit. Um, but let's just let's remove that. You let's just. Uh, Feel free to engage your uh, your spike ball, um, and then tell me what happens with the javelin. Uh, Cosmo's a big boy. He's yeah, I'm I'm fine. He's alright with that. I'm fine. No, and then I I would then um, call the warhammer back, like to crash down to immediately on his head. Okay. Um, so I think Cosmo, this is what you you see. Uh, you and Bran are, are sitting there battling. Uh, you've seen Glenn. Uh, <laughs> teleport and then just kind of fly up above you as if he just ejecto seated out of the cart um I, and then you see just like rangrim who just like coll- comes in at terminal velocity just collides with the soft part of the wing of chikara kind of bounces a little bit and then grabs on and then you just see him you see the spike belt just kind of like you see the um the symbol of mordenant just like light up red and then he just you just see his like armor just expand 10 feet in every direction um and i think that it's like a kind of horrifying sight you've never seen this happen and i think it takes you by surprise you can also see that like it stabs through his arm and it stabs through like parts of him like this is not like a a fully like contained thing like it is it is is definitely like you can tell this is painful um as this thing just pin cushions in every direction and chikar just screams also 
you don't have to worry about being attached to this thing anymore, Rangrim, because you are literally, you could not have a better uh, purchase hold on it anymore as these spikes have just expanded into it in basically every single direction. Um, you just look like a metal sea urchin at this point. Um, and then to make matters worse, you see a, just like you hear a whistling noise as this meteoric warhammer comes down and just like collides with uh, uh, with Chakar's back. Um, and I think like, I, I assume at this point, like it's like a meteor explosion mixed with like almost like volcanic lava that like explodes out of this hammer. Like this is, yep. what, what's a good, okay. I was I was curious if you had like a, a, a specific, uh, like kind of not you know that it's not it's like a it's a, it has that 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 like whistle like some like a nerf ball like so <laughs> yeah like a nerf ball going full deep impact here is what we're doing um or or armageddon whichever one pick your movie they all came out at the same time uh the um, hard whistle and explosion is a cackle of uh uh magma and lightning and all sorts of nonsense and Hella damage. Okay, uh, roll roll all that damage, and then also roll the. Um, uh, we'll we'll kind of figure out the damage for uh, that you're taking as well. Oh yeah, the the spike ball damage is separate. Mm -hmm. That's a lot. That's a lot of damage. <laughs> one or two, I would I would assume. I think at least one or two. I am actually be closer to twelve. But. It's fair. I mean, we're just real. You guys are getting up as high levels. I think that you know, you you, might, you guys are getting close to being able to do twelve damage at this point. I think getting That's up fair. there. That's fair. I love how extreme this math is. That that's the problem with with D and D is once you start getting into the higher levels, it's just be it just becomes more math essentially. Yeah, right. I mean, can Shakar take a, a DC? Dex check in the air. Uh, 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 yeah, I would. Um, I would say that he probably has the most. Well, he doesn't need to make a. You are on him, so I'll say that he's he can't. I'll I'll give him I'll give I'll give him a, a disadvantage on that because you are attached to him, so there's not much place he can go. Um, those are both heinous. Uh, what is his dex? Yeah, no. Um. It, it, it's a uh, 18 for his deck save. That would meet. Okay. Um, does the tie go to the tie goes to the runner in that case, right? Who's I don't know. I'm sorry. Uh, that that would be okay for this for this weapon. It's a DC 15. Okay. It's not based off uh, my stuff. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, so that's a uh, tw 20 damage if he didn't. Me, so it's 10. Okay. Um, I think that, uh, remind, I, I would say this. I, I think that we need to increase that, uh, that weapon. Let's pull it. Let's just pull it up to, um, 18 and I'm gonna let that go through. Cause I think that this was a really, really good plan and I want to see it uh, do its full damage. Um, so I would say oh, that. I'm sorry. That it's also, it's 2d6 piercing that that was just the fire damage. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, and then 10 uh, piercing damage. Okay. Uh, but it doesn't let's, let's, get a save on. No, that's fair. Uh, let's. Uh, I will say though, let's permanently increase the uh, DC for that that to an eighteen. I think that that makes more sense because of how strong it is now. Um, we need to build that in D to beyond. Uh, but okay, fair. so that's that's thirty damage total. It's twenty uh, fire plus uh, plus ten piercing. Uh, ten piercing, yes. 
Okay. Um, well, that's awesome. Okay, so and then how does he take? How much damage does he take from the uh, spike ball? Well, we're gonna find out about that. <laughs> I was gonna say it's a, a bunch more dice because I think those are a bunch of these sixes, right? He takes mm-hmm. more. Yeah, I I think that uh, that item is based on um, uh, since it's an AOE, I based on fireball, essentially like a fourth level fireball or something like that. So I'm gonna immediately gonna take sixty six. So we'll do that real quick. Um, Just from using it. <laughs> oh, that's too many sixes. <laughs> oh no. Oh, that's yeah, the, too many sixes. <laughs> the danger, the danger of the of this is that um, you take the damage for. I mean, obviously everything takes damage, but if you go unconscious due to it, you automatically fail two death saves, and that would not be good in his current situation. Nope. You mean it would I'm not be good for our cleric? Twenty-two damage off the rip just for doing that. Oh my god! Woof. It's kind. It is. It is a double-edged sword for sure, but it's a hell of a sword when you need it. Clint just oh, thinking to himself, right? "Man, I'm glad I got out of there." You just see this pin see. cushion explode, <laughs> and then just and then like a <laughs> explosion down below. Yeah, absolutely. Both Rangrim and the weapon flew by me. Like it's just yeah. Just oh yeah, no. I got I'm not even mad then. about that. I just had to reread it. Uh, it's twelve d six. Yeah, you take half <laughs> for the damage them yourself. On, on a failed save. And uh, John, um, I don't know what the save would be for this. Would this base? Would this be um, my like wisdom save? It um, doesn't I'm say even... specifically what the save should be. It's. Uh, I believe it's supposed to be a deck save. I'm not even give it to him because you literally collided with him and you were riding him when you when you did it. I'm not. I'm not going to give him a. Cool. It doesn't I'm make just any sense. Roll a ton of dice. Yeah. It, does, it makes no sense to me that this in any way, shape, or form would miss, other than maybe you miss, like, vital organs, but you're literally exploding in every direction. I don't see how this wouldn't hit him. So I, I, it doesn't make any sense to me to give him a deck save. So that's uh, 19 on 5. Okay. Good old man. 39 on 10. So I get to Damn. roll two more die. Dang. 39, 43... <laughs> 47 damage. Jesus. <laughs> That's a you 77 90... damage swing there. Wild. Wild. Um, that's that's incredible. Um, so I mean, obviously you took a little bit of damage yourself. Um, I think that Ranger, you are uh you are like, I mean, your arms are literally impaled by some of these own your own spikes. Like it is a it is not a comfortable situation here. And I will say though, you are like you are raging. Am I stuck to your car? When when you're raging do you take you half take half. half? He does take half damage. I just I just remembered that. So you actually Let's take go. half of the damage from the belt. I didn't rage. Oh, okay. Then you did, then you take the, all the damage. I thought the belt instantly rages you. Two no, different effects. T- two different effects. Yeah, he has a bunch uh, of different, different effects yeah, on there. Yeah, different thing. So I'm still stuck to stuck to Chikar though, right? Yes, and you can you uh, you basically can uh, you know it's not going to do any additional damage, but you can that'll essentially keep you in your current spot where you're not going to fall. Um, you are just uh, you're like a, a little briar that's just stuck on this big dragon, <laughs> basically. Nice. Nice. in his side. Nice. Um, here. Uh, I love it. Okay, um, I think that's going to bring us back around to Cosmo. Um, well, I'm sorry. Uh, first, I'm going to give Chakar an attack because he just got. Uh, Absolutely wrecked. 
dunked on. Um, yeah. Yeah. Chikar is going to uh, turn around on you uh, just after like this this gnarly attack. Like you just see him turn around and is just going to uh, make a couple attacks on you, Cosmo. Um, he can't reach uh, uh, Rangrim, and uh, I think he is just going to go after the one who is closest to him. Um, you can't be frightened, right? That's not a thing. No, I don't think you can. Yeah, I'm immune to frighten. Okay. Um, well, we will have to worry about that with the other boys, but for you, it does not matter. Um, okay, let's do a couple attacks. Uh, number one is going to... That's so good. Um, that is a 27 uh, with the uh, with the bite attack. He turns around and just like open mouth, just goes right, just just absolutely just takes a chunk out of you. Um, that is going to be 14 damage uh, for the bite. Um, right. And you start to feel as these teeth kind of pierce through your armor, uh, you feel like this poison uh, that starts to seep in. Um, you have resistant to poison damage, I believe. Correct. Okay. Um, and so you, you would take uh, four damage from that. Um, and he's also, so that's just his, his bite attack. Uh, he's going to make two attacks uh, with his claws as well. Uh, that is only going to be a 14. That's not going to hit. And that's a natural one. He misses you with both. I think that wow. he tries to attack you with the damaged uh, the damaged hand and just like completely beefs it. Um, and uh, yeah, it's not able to uh, not able to do that, but uh, gets that uh, gets that first attack off. Uh, with the bite, um, and you are not in his mouth. He releases you, um, but he is—he's uh, definitely pretty upset. Um, that is going to bring us to you, Cosmo. Great. Well, we are halfway to the ground at this point. Um, halfway to the ground. All right, we're gonna go for it. We're gonna go for it. So Cosmo is going to kind of like. Let's see. How does this spell read? What does a spell do? Also, well, I'm, I'm just, just picturing to decide if oh, it's both. It's, it's yeah, just flying through the air. It's like, what does this do? Yeah, like, I, I'm also just. Book, but... I, I'm, I'm literally, I'm literally picturing also like Kaiba like being on this cart, like pulling out his uh, blue eyes white dragon that just flies out of his hand because the wind. Oh no! Uh, the, the wind. <laughs> oh god! My personality. <laughs> oh god! Um. All right. I am going to uh, attempt to cast a spell here um and i just need uh jakar to make me a charisma saving throw. <laughs> a very charismatic dragon is what you're saying yeah, um, a super charming dragon <laughs> yeah incredibly incredibly tar charming uh that was a very bad roll um oh my goodness so i get the wrong one too that's unfortunate um, you can seduce the dragon. Yeah, that's that's not going to do anything. That's a that's an eleven for his uh, charisma. You know what though? No, I'm sorry. I'm going to take a legendary action and choose to uh, <laughs> and choose to succeed. <laughs> Just take a legendary action. All right, fine. All right. Well, then never mind. I think you might have activated his trap card. <laughs> it doesn't always be like that, but sometimes it do. That's all right. Sometimes um, that's all right. We just burn our fourth level spell slide for no reason. <laughs> Damn, you have one? <laughs> Lucky. I love it. Um, 
I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I'm <laughs> so uh, legendary action. Uh, if Drake, if this thing, uh, if this thing fails a uh, saving throw, I can choose to succeed uh, instead. It's literally just that. So I know it feels oh, nasty. Oh, we know what legendary action. can do. Yeah, no, we're we're very aware. They just hurt. <laughs> they do hurt. I'm sorry. All right, live, so that's my live, turn. Live your best. What give a bonus action? Can you tell me what it looked like? Like what you like? Give us some flavor here for this the, the, this absolute I, Cosmo, nope I just did for straight, you. Cosmo, you see him tighten up his grip, and then nothing happens. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Wait, you know what, what? what is is it somatic? What what is the? What, how do you cast it? Is it verbal? You might have to say something. Uh, what did you say? <laughs> uh, I, sure, maybe I grab him real tight and I'll be like, oh, see you in hell. And then he goes nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I know what you were doing. <laughs> I know what spell that was. Oh my God, that's incredible. Um, I love that so much. Uh, so <laughs> you you see, yeah, you see Chakar flicker just for a second and then nothing happens. Um, and he kind of just like, I think you look at him and his eyes just like flash like this greenish color um, and just cancels out your spell basically as you're as you're trying to can you're trying to cast it. Um, yeah, super cool. Great job. I, I, I really applaud the uh, the effort there. Um, do it three more bring, times. That's, that's gonna bring, that was the one I had. I can't can't do it again. Um, Bryn is making a couple of attacks here. Uh, that that one's not going to hit. Uh, two of his attacks hit, though. He uh, he pulls his uh, Viander Sword out, and I think he just does a couple hacks at this front leg um, of Chakar, uh, trying to just like just take it out. Um, and I think that let's uh, let's roll the damage because this might be enough here. Bryn just rolled max damage on his first attack, which with his Viander Sword is three d six. Um. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you see Bryn uh, just pull himself like he slurps this uh, this sword out of the the, the, the foot that he was uh, that he'd been kind of like he'd stabbed down into on the front of Jakar, and you see like this damaged front leg. Like I think that he just like steadies himself by holding onto the top like one of the holes that Jakar had kind of punched into the top of the cart, and you see him just one hand wielding, just takes his right hander sword and just hacks into the side of this this front limb and then you see him just hack in a second time and you see that limb just fall free and i think that like oh, i think glenn you just see it like you see a foot <laughs> just kind of like <laughs> like flying past you um and I, I don't think it's close enough where you're gonna like take acid damage from it or whatever but um i think you see a couple of those uh, pieces of acid that like from this like limb that's been cut off i think it sprays on glenn uh, on Bryn. these names are too similar um and uh, he takes, uh, he's going to take nine uh, acidic damage as you see a couple of flecks of like his chest and armor and everything just start to like and start dissolving as this acid hits him. Um, and uh, it is just partially starting to, uh, you know, he takes a few, a little bit of damage there. So there is a, a danger um, in continuing to hack off limbs. But um, you see that Chakar like kind of like loses his footing with like, he kind of like rears back. Uh, Cosmo, make me a dexterity saving throw. Me? Yeah. Because you are on, like, mounted on Chakar. Uh, 25. Okay. You are able to grab on. You, you hold uh, you hold on tightly uh, and do not uh, lose your grip. Rangrim, you don't need to make any save because you are literally embedded in him. Uh, and uh, I think that, you know, everyone else is, is. But he basically rears back with his one remaining, uh, you know, arm on the front, but the two back legs are still holding him in place. Uh, and he just like lets out a, uh, a screech. Um, Glenn, 
you can see that uh, you are like, I mean, you're just, you're, you're within halfway to uh, it colliding with the ground. You are less than 5,000 feet away from the ground at this point. Um, and you are like kind of falling behind the cart. Uh, what do you do? Uh, how far am I from the cart and how far am I from- How fast are you trying to fall? Are you, I mean, are you literally like diving down straight? Or, like, are you trying to reach it? I don't know what the falling speed of Featherfall is. Because if, uh, if you well, can't how many, control that, then you- How many feet per round is the- Are we going by rounds or are we going- Six seconds. Uh, well, it's per, per round, it would be, I guess, six seconds. Uh, so that would be 300 times six. Um, you got it's what it, this is all happening so the fastest i can fall is 60 feet per second or 60 feet per round so if it's yeah, falling so 300 feet per round falling then so I'm fast yeah no you're 60 like, six it's 60 feet a second every great song is six seconds. no it's just 60 feet per round Minus oh. 60 feet per round. Oh, shit. Okay. The if he's saying 300 feet per second, that means he's going you're... 1,800 feet per round. No, no, no. Yes, I you're was, falling I You're thought... falling 1,800 feet per round. Yeah, I know I know what you were, what you were saying there, uh, Bobby. Yeah, no, I mean, then this thing is just like, I mean, it is so far away from you at this point. It's at least, eight, it's like 2,000 feet away from you. You are, it is, it is it's getting bad. Uh, yeah, no, it's not good for them. Um, Lynn is feeling <laughs> they still have thankful. Fall, except for Rangram. That... Well, Rengram is on the flying thing. Uh, That's fair. Uh, I fall faster. I don't even have a means of doing so. Uh, I can like dispel Featherfall, but I'm not going to catch up. Uh, yeah, your terminal velocity is, is less than the cart because of your weight. Just get quicker, <laughs> dude. Just fall. Just fall more. <laughs> uh, actually, you know what? I am going to use my entire turn <laughs> to play backgammon in the air I, mean, I literally could do my taxes as i as i'm falling down um six seconds to taxes. that's about all it takes glenn doesn't pay taxes we know this i'm gonna pull a knife from my pocket and just purely for the just flipping of a coin itself. luck I am just going to drop it because it's going to fall faster than me. I'm hoping that's going to land on Jakar eventually. And then I'm going to take my air render out, or <laughs> actually, sorry, my new improved air render, uh, which we've branded. I already forgot what I called it. Uh, render, render the, the dra- queen. Render the, render the dragon, dragon queen. Yeah. Love it. Cool. Pass, pass Brian did great. And I'm just going to shoot straight down also because that is my option right now. Uh, so I'm just going to take a shot downwards. It's technically outside my range, so I'm at super disadvantage. Yeah, yeah just dis- disadvantage right attack. It, I'm just going to shoot yeah. straight down and. I love it. The gravity hopefully, do the work. Yeah, hopefully you're. Uh, it can withstand <laughs> the air pressure. What do we call gravity in this one? Can, no, uh, absolutely. That's a wonderful item name. Oh hell yeah! I'll send you the uh, D and D Beyond for it, uh, which is dope because this did hit its crit. Uh, Hell yeah. Again, if you want to honor it, because I'm fucking far. Right now, Glenn is just in frustration shooting downwards. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I will give you the damage if you want. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, if you hit, then absolutely. All right. I will happily take it. I just have to find it because I never actually added it to myself. What did, what did you actually roll? Uh, a 19. Okay. Yeah, that, that, just, so uh, like, that just barely hits. Plus 13, so... 
Oh. 32. That was with disadvantage. You rolled a 19? <laughs> no, I rolled a natural 19. Yeah. Okay, great. Oh, sorry. Disadvantage. Well, that's a good point. Let me roll again. Because no, I didn't hear you say disadvantage. That's not me. Uh, sorry, 5 plus 13. So 18. Doesn't hit? Okay, cool. Uh, I don't need to roll the other side. No, it's fine. I'm like 800 or 1800 feet away. I didn't think. I think my dagger has a better chance of hitting it. (laughs) It's just that's why I dropped it. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. The only problem with the dagger is it's they are going to hit the ground far longer, far before that that dagger will ever hit the ground just because of its weight. It's, uh, you know, terminal velocity. I just got to keep it in one spot. Things go and ass over tea kettle. Thing might like. Dropping a penny off the Empire State Building, it cuts people in I half. I love it. Yep. I mean, my yeah, razor blade works. of luck. Yeah, for sure. That's my turn. I, I'm floating here and okay. trying to float. I think we need to pass it over to Rangrim uh, at this point. Uh, Rangrim, you are still all expanded. Uh, you are in a decent amount of pain. Three uh, D or sixty-six worth of pain, I would say. Um, as you uh, as you kind of embedded your these spikes into yourself as well uh, internally and externally, um, and what do you want to do? Um, so I'm still like kind of stuck in one of his wings a little bit, right? You're in his body and wings, like you are just like essentially. If you look straight down on him, like his neck is kind of coming out this way, his wing is coming out this way. You are like mounted into like the the, the meaty part of the upper part of the body on the top side and the wing, like you have just embedded yourself in this whole section. Can I see? So I can see his neck, not so much his yeah. head. His neck is turned around uh, facing Cosmo, who is kind of on the other side of the body. Um, and I, I mean, yeah, you can see his face. Like, it's right there. It's it's probably within okay, so like, I, 10 feet. I can see his face. Yeah. Um, at his face, uh, seventh level guiding bolt. <laughs> um, holy shit. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, I assume that he has to. Is that just a roll, roll to hit, uh, hit with that? Yeah, that's a spell attack. I get a plus 10 on that spell attack. Rangram is actively shooting Shakar in his face with guns. The seventh the level spirit variety. Seventh level guiding bolt. So how's a uh how's a 26 do you? That does. That do. That fully does. Okay. <laughs> yeah, probably wouldn't enjoy that, huh? It's uh it's 10d6. Dude, MVP, that, MVP of this battle so that's far. As, that's is... as many D6s as I have right now. Six, six, five. One. Five, twelve. Uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> that's 23 for the first five dice. Oh my god. Rangram's got like 140 damage already. It's insane. Then another 30 on the other five. (laughs) 53 damage. Holy crap, dude. Does he say anything when he shoots him in the face? He's just like Uh, silent, creepy urchin shoot him in the face. Great question. I'll give you like, he's he's like bleeding a little bit because like he had all the spikes come through him (laughs) and he's going to (laughs) say Fuck you, dude. <laughs> yeah, That's I it. think you have to like pull your arm. I think like to get your arm in the position you needed to, like I think you have to pull it off of a spike and actually like it kind of press it into another one. And so you're just like, it's not good. It's it's a bad it's a bad situation. 
Glenn air uh, high fives him because he heard him. <laughs> and uh, I would I think, like yeah, yeah. to point out that the next attack against Shakar has advantage. Okay, perfect. Um, you set up, I mean, you just like, fuck you, dude, and like shoot this thing right in the face with this uh, seventh level guiding bolt. I think that, I mean, it just is an explosion of like bluish white light um, as you feel like the duality of the gods that power you just like fully give uh, give their power behind this shot as it just like you just shoot it in right in the side of the face and I think that Jakar just absolutely screams in pain as you do this and a lot of things happen very quickly as this does um, Chakar screams and screeches and just like just like releases the cart, like just fully releases it. And then you see like, as he's like letting go of it, you see Bryn who just like in a split second just tries to dive to uh, to grab on Shakar and fucking rolls a 17 plus four for Bryn to like basically dive. Oh man. Um, Cosmo, roll me a dexterity saving throw. And hopefully we do it with an 18. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're a, uh, Bryn dives, uh, towards Shakar as you see the cart just fall away as Shakar, like, basically spreads their wings and, like, kind of slows their, like, just immediately slows their ascent and you see just Bryn, like, in a split second just jumps at you and, like, grabs onto your arm and you feel the full weight of Bryn, uh, as he, like, kind of grabs onto your, your arm, uh, but you are able to, uh, pull him up and he's able to get purchase, um, kind of on the, like, on the wing piece that you are attached to essentially holding onto this like wing bone on the left hand side or right hand side uh Rangra being on the left hand side um but Chikara is just like flapping his wings and is just like screeching um I, I think that uh he's he's trying to uh buck all of you off um but I'll say so I'll, I'll say what do you do Rangram? are you just continuing to keep these spikes just out at this point to just like hold your your purchase in there um and no, I think at this point he's he's probably a little uh juiced. They're probably like and he okay. just was like, fuck you, dude. So at this point I'm I'm probably falling a little bit. Okay, you're gonna you you retracted them and you like you're you're falling off you're just like flying through the air. I, I imagine so. Okay. Um then at this point I will say that if you uh I'll let you position yourself. Do you want to slow your descent and try to be above Chakar or below Chakar and between Chakar and the cart? That is now, the, the cart is now in absolute free fall by itself with no one on it, except for, unfortunately, uh, the 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 mimic. Which she should definitely yeah, get a I'd, chance I'd, to blast her cannon. I'd position myself okay. like lower, like Rangroom was not trying to keep himself stuck to Jakar okay. at that point. Okay, then um, I mean, are you trying to get to the cart, or are you just like basically putting yourself between the cart and Jakar? Uh, what, what's your? Are you just trying to get away from Jakar, essentially? I was never trying to get away from Jakar, but if I can get to the cart, okay, um, I will. Greg Rim's a happy Durgar. <laughs> That's fair. Um, okay, then I'll I'll give you. Um, I'm trying to think whose turn it technically is. I know we're kind of playing a little loosey goosey with this. Well, if uh, um, you Rangrim attacked. And then that okay. detached was right. Rangrim the bottom so of the order. Was it mine or was it? Chicago? Yeah, it would go back. It would go back to you then. Yeah, at that point. No, I so think it Rangrim, would go, it would you are trying to get to the cart. 
Okay, it's gonna go to Scar, okay. Yeah, so Rangrim, you're below, you've released yourself and you're diving towards the cart trying to get there. Uh, we'll, we'll catch back up with you in a minute. Um, well, not a minute, because you guys will be, uh, well, the cart will be squished on the floor within uh, probably 12 seconds. Um, but uh, Chikar, uh, just absolutely uh, screeching is just trying to, is gonna turn around and is just going to try to absolutely rip uh rip cosmo off uh with with his uh um with his attack here um he is uh let's do uh let's do a few oh actually you know what he's gonna do this is what he's gonna do he's gonna turn his mouth back uh and he's uh oh no I don't even know where I'm at on him anymore. I was on. His so you're on his. You're on his right hand wing, uh, right next to uh, Bryn. So both you and Bryn are going to uh, take these attacks. Uh, but he's he's actually. I was going to do something, but it doesn't make any sense because he wouldn't attack himself. Um, so I'm gonna. He'll just uh, do his bites. Um, he's gonna do his bite on you, and then he uh, might. Uh, I'll I'll roll dice here to see whether or not he's gonna attack you or uh, Bryn. Okay. Okay. So he's gonna attack. Uh, he's gonna attack you with the bite, uh, and he's gonna attack Bryn uh, with one of the claws, and then uh, two claws on you. Or I'm sorry, one claw, one claw. Anyway, three attacks full. All right, so he's going after me. For That's the a, first one. He's going after you with the bite. Um, that is a twenty-one to hit. Uh, if it means it beats. Yes, uh, that is a. A 27 on Bryn with that second attack. Uh, hold on there. I have something for that. Okay. Uh, got some Sal. Mm-hmm. Got some Got some JV Weld. Doesn't Valve Enmity make it okay. so if he attacks anybody else, you get they get disadvantage? That's no, something else. Uh, that's only my attacks on him. Hmm. Um, okay, so I'm going to use my reaction... Um, uh, maybe I just, I'm holding on to him. Maybe I like okay. swing him away from him. I'm going to use my, it's technically my protection reaction to give disadvantage, um, on his attack. Okay. So, um, sorry. How does that work? So it's my protection. It says while I'm okay. holding a shield, a creature you can see attacks. It gives him disadvantage. You get okay. disadvantage from the RP perspective. I'm holding Bryn. Yep. So maybe I'm yeah. like I swing him away from. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I think that's. I think that's great. Um, yeah, you kind of swing him away uh, out of the way as uh, as Shakar tries to uh, basically claw at you with one of his, his remaining legs, um, and uh, he actually misses both uh, his claw attacks. Uh, so he only gets you with the bite there, Cosmo. Uh, I'm gonna roll much, that. Uh, roll that damage real quick. Okay, I was gonna say how much damage was that? I don't remember. Ooh, yeah, I haven't rolled it yet. Um, and also, I rolled off the wrong sheet last time, so it's going to be a little bit beefier than the last time. That sounds like cheating. It's one of those many phase bosses. It's one of those we've many. Act, we've uh, activated the death phase. It's one of those bosses that is kind of an amalgamation of three different monsters. So mm, uh, it's got certain things from each one. Um, okay, oh, that Aaron, is. How am I supposed to metagame? <laughs> I exactly. Um, I, I was very speci- I was very specific when I was like, you can look at, you could like back image search this uh, this monster I'm gonna post, but it's not gonna help you because there it's not <laughs> that one. It's just a good picture. Um, all right, so let's do a little bit of damage here, um, my dude. All right, that is 
18 uh, plus six. Uh, so uh, 24 plus, uh, I need to, so 24 of the piercing damage from the bite. Um, and then I need to roll a D8 for the acid damage, which is what it was supposed to be originally, not poison damage. Um, and uh, so that's an additional seven acid damage as you feel uh, you feel this this start to like just melt into your armor. Like you can feel like just holes start to appear in your in that kind of gleaming armor. Um, there is poison damage. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, let me uh, let me. I still need to roll. There's additional poison damage too that you are uh, not going to take the full amount of. Um, okay, so that is uh, 24 piercing damage, uh, seven acid damage. Uh, so that's going to bring us to. Uh, 31, um, and then an additional uh, four uh, poison damage, but I already halved that. So it was eight, uh, but you uh, you take four poison damage. So that's 35 damage total from this Got attack. Got it. Uh, it's a gross it's a gross attack, uh, but as this thing bites you, uh, you feel the, uh, the acid, uh, which is what I forgot from the last attack. Uh, it starts to melt into your armor and you feel burning against your skin inside. Uh, things are not not good for Cosmo. Um, Bryn, who is uh, being kind of, uh, he, he's just kind of like looks up and goes, just, I got a, got a question for you. As like the wind's kind of whipping past you guys. Like, can you, can you just swing me? Can you swing me at him? And I'll get a, I'll get a hit on him. Oh, uh, well, being as we're free falling, I think I'd like to get away from him now. Uh, that's fair. My range attacks are not, that's fair. I guess we'll have plenty of opportunity on the ground. Uh, whatever you want to do, I'm, uh, I don't really have a way of, um, surviving this fall without either being attached to it or you. So, uh, this is a wonderful, I... wonderful, like free fall conversation. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's just like, it's actually. <laughs> <laughs> like I can't hear anything. It's probably fucking being said. I'd like to get um, away now. I'd like like to get away, away. Um, okay. They do, stick to, they do both still have feather fall. That's fair. Rangram does uh, not. Okay, that that is that is very fair. I'm very afraid for Rangram uh, right Sorry, now Rangram. as he plummets towards the ground. Eh, um, I'll be fine, or I die. Okay, uh, then Brain's gonna I hold die. his action. Uh, Brent's gonna hold his action and wait uh, to, uh, or, or basically, how about this? Um, I will pass Brent's action forward to Cosmo um, if Cosmo is something he wants to do. I think it would be. That's fine. I don't know if Brynn goes after. I don't know where the lineup is. Doesn't matter. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I, I completely skipped you. So let's just push this over to, to Cosmo's turn. All right. Well, if you're gonna fight him, just be careful. And Cosmo's literally just gonna look. 30 feet down and he's just got a misty step towards the cart. Oh, are you taking Bryn with you? Well, I can't. I don't think I can. I was trying to find Misty steps one person. Uh, Oh, oh, you're trying to find Dimension Door. That's what you're trying to find. Well, no, I was, I thought so, I thought Misty Step had like a, but I think it is Misty Step is just yourself. Yeah, there's no, there's no podcast. You, you basically, you look at Bryn and uh, you you know that he has Featherfall on him. You know he's fine. Um, and you just kind of uh, disappear away. Um, and I think that as you do, I think you see, um, I, I think uh, Bryn, I think he, he uh, before you disappear, he's like, he's like, all right, just uh, just give me some momentum. Just huck me at him as you go and then disappear. 
Roll me oh. a strength uh, strength saving throw. All right, all right. Here, this is it. If you if you want to stay in the fight, then you're in it. And uh, <laughs> Cosmo gives him the old what for. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Nat twenty, fucking just. Oh my god. Him. Okay. I think. <laughs> I think that you just like, like you just whip him with all your dwarven strength at the side of this thing, and you see him just go vihand or sword first directly into the neck of Jakar um, as you just disappear and, and choke and uh, just like well appear thirty feet below. Um, and Jakar has stopped his descent, not stopped completely, but like is slowed his descent at this point. So like, Glenn, you're going to be coming up on them pretty soon here uh, I, during your turn, I think, uh, as you kind of start to uh, make up for uh, lost time, um, but I'm gonna roll some damage on Chakar as uh, Bryn uh, just collides with his neck. I wish I had some like casting spells that I could cast. <laughs> um, that's 18 damage from Bryn as he uh, as he just like embeds this uh, Vihander sword in the side of uh, Chakar's neck. Um, and it's just like hanging onto it for dear life now as Chakar is like kind of uh, screeches and like kind of curls his, uh, his wings in and just kind of like starts to go into like a death spiral trying to like essentially throw Bryn off. Um, that is going to bring us to uh, to Glenn. Um, as like I said, he's he's starting to head back down towards the ground now. He's not stopped his descent. So you are, you, you basically I'll say that you came within a thousand feet um, before uh, they started to go again. So. Before they started to go again. They started to they? fall back down. Sorry. Uh, uh, Chikar. Yeah. Chikar okay. is, uh, has basically gone into a dive, uh, a death spiral, trying to basically spin Brain off of his neck. Okay. And then does he still Cosmo... have advantage on this attack? He's so glowing from oh, yeah, my guy. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Cosmo's on the cart, and Rangrim is floating past Chikar. Cosmo's not on the cart by any means. He only nope. moved 30 feet. Nope. Oh, my bad. I, I first was spaced out. I thought Misty Step happened. Um, I guess it was he did, but he, can, he only went 30 feet. Gotcha. Uh, I mean, fuck, if I'm still a thousand feet away, uh, I will just shoot another shot and continue to fall at a falling so speed. Straight up and down then, no disadvantage. So just a straight up and down roll. Yeah, your, your feather falls oh, is yeah. really making it uh, difficult for you. Uh, doesn't matter because I got a 19 again. Hey, All right. hey, there you go. So it's 33 to hit. Uh, Weirdly, that misses. That's the one number. Do, do I have... Because I, I guess I didn't have actual damage or uh, sorry sneak attack. I don't get the sneak attack damage. Um, so a D8 plus seven. Wow, it's the lowest possible damage on that one. So that's a that's eight damage from that. I'm gonna cast this as a. <laughs> Never thought it would even get close at a thousand feet. Uh. Yeah, it's gonna be a bludgeoning gust just for shits and giggles, but uh, it's gonna be a bludgeoning gust that is looks like just a giant ice cube. So basically, as he <laughs> as he shoots this, uh, as like the arrow draws back and it's like a moat of wind, he lets go, and as it like fires through the dragon's mouth, you see. Um, I should probably know this, but whatever dragon's responsible for cold damage, uh, their Why? eyes light up. Thank you. Uh, their eyes light up, their mouth like charge, and then just a big ass like spear of ice comes flying out of this bow, and it a big ass comes shooting out of the bow. Big ass comes right out of it. Um, yeah, just I guess it hits him wherever it hits him, but it does. Uh, 
certain amount of damage, but he also has to make a strength saving throw, which I'm sure he's going to do fine. Uh, yeah, that was a really good roll. Oh, he's, he's huger. Really, he's, he's huger or larger, I'm assuming. I'm guessing he's a large entity. Yeah, he's huge. Yeah, okay. So, no, it wouldn't even matter. It's just good. Huh. But the ice at least does some damage. So, I'll roll for that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, roll me uh, uh, Do I have a 10? There we go. Uh, yeah, that's like 12 damage total, and I'm just continuing to fall. Okay. Actually, fuck it, just because I can do it for funsies, I'm going to bonus action Misty Step so I can cast that at will. So another poof of raven feathers, and I just go, I increase my distance by, what, 30 feet? So that that round I fell 90 feet, but yeah, I'm still (laughs) 900 feet away. (laughs) Um, Incredible. Uh, Awesome. Uh, So, yeah, I mean... I think that we have to go to, uh, I think we have to go to Rangram. Rangram, you are, you are trying to get to this cart, um, as, as fast as possible. Um, I roll me a, uh, I'm trying to think. I, I think the, the best thing has to be to fall through the sky. It's, and it's either a ranged attack, which I guess we did before. It's like a ranged attack to hit it. If that's what you're doing, you're kind of shooting yourself through the air. Um, I think that's what it has to be, right? Right, room was never worried about throw? making making contact with the cart. You're not trying to. No, he's never worried about making it. It's it, it's just he's he's one with the cart. But it would just be like a dexterity saving throw, right? I guess um, yeah. I guess it would um, be dexterity saving. On my way down, Ringrim's casting sending to the girls. Hurry up! <laughs> okay. Um... All right, they are, uh, holy shit. All right. Um, <laughs> Confirm donkeys are stronger than dragons. Let's go. <laughs> um, okay, uh, then I think that, uh, let's see if you can get to the cart at least. Uh, roll me a dexterity saving throw to see if you can get to the cart. Um, and then obviously that's 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 step number one and then we'll see where the, whether the donkeys make it there or not. Uh, dex save, just straight up dex? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a 20 and a 21. Oh my gosh. Uh, you just turn yourself into a missile and like you are not a light individual, especially loaded up with armor. Um, and so you just like shoot yourself like a spear down and are able to like just, I think, collide with the side of this thing and like crawl your way over onto uh, like you're basically just holding onto the top of this thing and are able to get over towards the um, essentially the you know the cockpit the 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 seat the bench area where you guys well what's left of the bench area that's been completely melted away the entire bench where you guys would sit on on the front and where it attaches to the the uh, donkeys is just gone like it's just completely melted off of this cart so it's just the back of the cart and that's it in the wheels. Uh, that's basically all that's left. And when you get when you get in contact with this thing, all you hear is a screeching, uh, 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 a, a screeching mimic uh, hat that is attached to the bottom of a cannon, and then like the continued like poop, poop, poop of uh, of shots that are just raining off of this thing um, as it's just kind of screeching on its way down. Um, but you have called the donkeys to you, uh, and we will see what happens. But I will say that we are within twenty five hundred feet of the ground. It is coming up. Glenn, get, Glenn, get, you, get your head. Uh, do you want to? <laughs> okay. I was going to, he, uh, Glenn heard it. Um, if, uh, yeah. So, I mean, I think that, 
Uh, let me know if you want to do anything about uh, Genevieve on the bottom of the cart. Um, but I will say that you'd have to essentially walk around the outside of the cart or crawl your way around the outside of the cart. Um, then so there will be some jump. risks. I understand simple commands. Tell her to jump. She's a hat. She's gonna fucking. I was gonna say, do you tell do you tell Genevieve to jump? I can't. I'm like a thousand feet away. Still. I know. <laughs> I know. What I'm saying, kid. Does Rangram tell Genevieve to jump? Uh, Genevieve, jump. Okay, roll me. Uh, roll me an animal handling check with advantage. Oh hell yeah! She's recently fed, so she would be nice right now. <laughs> oh, oh, that one's fine. Nah, that's another twenty-four. Okay. Damn, uh, you're rolling magma. You hear, uh, you hear Genevieve just like, and then kind of stop, and then just goes, and then just like, you see it like release, and then just kind of like, you see a hat just like floating past this, like, I think she's back in her tricorn hat, uh, like, which I think is her natural state at this point. Um, and I think that she just kind it's of like, natural floats. state. She, you see her float past as, uh, and just kind of float upwards, uh, trying to rejoin her master um, as uh, as you continue downwards in what is essentially uh, could potentially be your own coffin at this point, um, waiting for the girls to arrive. Um, let's uh, let's go back up to the top of the order um, here, and uh, which I guess is going to be Chakar. Um, Chakar is, uh, I think, going to try to rip. Uh, I, I, let's, I'm actually going to give him his wing attack here, uh, which I believe, yeah, there's a dexterity saving throw involved. Did in he that. not I think that let that's... go of the entire cart and bounce? He did. He did. Oh, he did. I, he's, he's attacking Bryn at this point. He's trying to rip, get Bryn off of him because um, Bryn has buried his sword in him. Uh, yeah, that's that's not going to be... Uh, that's not going to be good for Bryn. Uh, he did not make the dexterity saving throw um, as essentially uh, Chakar is doing a wing attack. He's just spinning in circles and just like flapping his wings. Uh, you see Bryn just like shoot off the side of, of Chakar's neck um, as he kind of is diving downwards uh, towards the ground. Um, he's going to take uh, 13 damage, um, 13 bludgeoning damage as he is uh, and he's knocked prone but that doesn't matter because he's got uh, uh he's he's kind of uh yeah that's great uh yeah Bryn takes uh Bryn, Bryn takes 13 damage as he uh as he's kind of now falling uh but he has feather fall so he's fine um okay that's gonna bring us to cosmo cosmo you uh chakar has uh, essentially i think at this point like not flown past you you guys are on the same plane but he's like farther away from you as he's been kind of thrashing trying to get Bryn off of him uh, but you are, I mean, you're within probably 3,000 feet of the ground. You're getting close. We're feather falling. Just hanging out. We really, are. just kind of having a, having yourself a little little chill session. Chakar through ejected Bryn. Um, there's no way in any plane of existence that I'm making it to the cart. Not with feather fall. Not with feather fall, but without it, we die. Um, I have no ranged attacks. You can tell me to drop Featherfall. You can still talk to each other with our earwigs. No, that's a bad idea for everybody involved. It would kill Bryn immediately. I would, literally, I would literally suddenly have to find a way to like catch everybody. Like, <laughs> to be fair, it may actually not kill Bryn, but I don't think he would be any any mode to move after that. Um, the tin can. How far is Chakar from me? 
Um, I'm going to say that he's at least 500 feet away. Uh, I think, and like not below you, like next to you, but like 500 feet, like to your left, I'll say. Any whatever direction. We're floating buddies. We're just, we're chilling. You can Um, float slower so I can catch up with you. We can at least talk. All right. (laughs) That's fair. (laughs) As we slowly descend 60 feet. We're just falling. I can't get anywhere. Fuck it. We summon Steve. <laughs> oh make him, make him live through the hell. <laughs> make him through the, this poor horse. He's just okay. I I have this has to okay. You summons you summon Steve mid fall, oh and this thing just materializes beneath you. Hi ho there, Cole. Oh my God! What the hell? <laughs> What's happening? What? What? Well, I figured you might want a shot at growing some wings. So uh... Steve does not have a flying speed. We are correct, right? No, Steve, I'm feather falling. So am I like Do you imbue that onto Steve? Is that how that works? Oh yeah, he would have I think he gets every spell that yeah, anything any spell that is enchanting him, he would have that as well. So you guys start to like he appears beneath you and then I think just the the way that horses are not aerodynamic so you start to kind of spin in the air as he kind of uh, summons and then you guys like kind of even out and then he's like oh this is kind of fun <laughs> he's, he's kind of like running in the air as he's going yeah. down <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah all right well i mean we're just kind of floating here now <laughs> what, okay tell me now. a story there cosmo tell me tell me the story of your people well, once there we was have this, plenty of time. Once there was this horse, and he grew wings. <laughs> I haven't heard that. Grow wings. <laughs> you know, wait, can uh, Cosmo make an intimidation check to see if Steve grows wings? <laughs> He's just threatening um, him into growing wings. Yeah, roll me, uh, <laughs> roll me uh, uh, the secret check uh, where yeah. you where you manifest destiny by believing in it with via the secret oh Re- you read God. the secret to steve while falling is what you what really has happened right roll um, for the secret roll for the secret um oh man uh okay uh fantastic did you have a plan for this or is this just you just want to hang out you want a falling buddy we're just we're just falling together i don't know in case, <laughs> okay. we gotta, in case when not much you ground, can do once you're up here when, when, you know if, if i need to hit the ground running then I mean, we still, 60 feet of fall damage per round is still 60 10. Like, you're still going to take damage from Featherfall. You're just not hitting terminal velocity. You Like, you're capped at 60 10. You're, it's still going to hurt. He's probably going to turn into. Steve is going to die. Or 66. Sorry, 66. Yeah. yeah. It's still, um, he's, I don't think he's a, a healthy horse, especially <laughs> the hell he comes from, but yeah, you'll at least he- have a cushion. Do me a favor. Just in the meantime, uh, just we can figure out whether or not Steve is just an absolute beat fit. Can you figure out what his? I think he's a war horse. Can you figure out what their health is? Yeah. So we can roll that that bean footage. Oh, it's uh, like there. It's, it's two. Like yeah. every honestly, mount, every familiar. Honestly, it's like it's like two that, or four. Realizing that. Um, oh, he's here now. You can't save him. 19. He's going straight I back to hell in a weird next way. Turn, make him go away. If you have time. Don't send me back to that hell. <laughs> I'm enjoying 60, flight. It is, it's worse over there. It is 60 feet per round. I think I'm... Let me oh, yeah, go to like my dad. Dodge course is 19. I mean, 60, 60 feet per round. That's fine. That's still uh, okay. 66 per round. 36 so. damage. Yeah, 36 hit damage. Points, max damage at 66. So hit, hit yeah. points he's, is he could survive. 10 plus 3. So I don't think he lives. 
You never know. 19 on average, yes. From okay. the stories I've heard from Steve, that Feel- falling to his death here is immeasurably better than what he sees on the other side. To, yeah, and to be fair, uh, it's actually like he's 19 is just over half. Did. So it's just over half. So like it, he's he, he could survive because 18 would be half of the uh, falling damage um, if I rolled uh, average. So uh, he would still survive. So we'll see. There's this chance that Steve could survive. Um, okay, we are getting... This is this is gonna be the last round. This is it. Like this is this is the end here. Um, uh, Cosmo, you you summon Steve. Uh, you are uh, you are preparing your um, your stuff there with Steve, just kind of hanging out in there. Um, Glenn, uh, are you just kind of like you're you're falling? Um, I think that you see Janine or uh, Genevieve come uh, just kind of like flying uh, flying up towards you. I think uh, make me a dexterity. Yeah, make me a sleight of hand. Sleight of hand. Uh, mm-hmm. All of them. Uh, Twenty eight. Okay, you're able to snatch Gen- uh, Genevieve out of the air, um, who like just kind of immediately is excited. Cured to see in you. my head, cured in my head, and I like <laughs> just hold on tight. And I'm going to continue doing my turn, which is bonus action, bamf downwards. It's like I'm falling as fast as 60 feet will allow me, and I'm forcing myself an extra 30 feet because I can constantly okay. cast Missy Step at will. So it's just like these poofs of raven feathers as he's like coming down. That's amazing. Like, doof, 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 doof. But every time he like apparates in between them, I'm taking a shot with the bow. So I'm just like volleying arrows, flying as fast okay. as I can. Roll, uh, roll me one of those attacks. We'll just we'll do uh, we'll do the uh, we'll do the one there. Oh no, that's just like an amalgamation of my last like nine turns. It's just <laughs> just doing that. Uh, yeah, that's not good at all. Uh, it's a disadvantage, right? Because I'm no longer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, does not hit. It's a fourteen. Okay. So okay. yeah, that doesn't hit. So you're you're shooting off these volleys, um, but I think it's a little bit disorienting as you're uh, as you're kind like of frustration like frustration arrows. Like, come on, yeah. this is yeah, bullshit. I want to fight. I mean, they're made of air. You don't have to restock them, so it's uh, it's it's you're just burning it. It's fine. Um, okay. So uh, Bryn, I think, is just falling at this point. He's probably, you see him going in the air like this, trying to swim towards Shakar. It's not working um, as he's just like frustrated uh, that he got thrown off. Um, uh, I think that we're going to bring uh, bring it back to to Rangrim. Rangrim, I'm going to give you a, a very tough choice. You can see that the donkeys are on their way. They are heading towards you. They are They are coming back to the the master that they care about so very much. Um, but you can also see the ground is getting getting very close. Um, it is looking at it and just like kind of putting two and two together. You know that the donkeys will make it to you in time. You don't know how it's going to be a, a pretty close finish though. Um, and when it comes to like whether or not, and really here's my, my choices for you is, the donkeys can make it to you and you, you can get away safe, but to get for them to get to you and for you to like find a way to secure them to the cart, it's it's going to be, there is going to be a, a really big risk there. I'm not telling you not to do it. I'm just setting out the, uh, I'm setting out everything in front of you. And so that you know what the risks are. Um, there are going to be some disadvantaged roles that go into whether or not you are able to secure these things uh in time before you basically hit the ground um and so that's that's kind of the hard choice i'm going to give you there rangrim is uh whether or not you want to just bail and get on the donkeys 
and let the cart hit the ground um, or try to, in your last seconds, secure it to the donkeys and try to save the cart. Hmm. Uh, well, I mean, Rangram's just going to fall on the donkeys and sixth level guiding bolt Chikar in the face. <laughs> okay. Right. Um, okay. So I think this is the scene then. Um, and then we'll, uh, uh, while I'm describing it, if you could. Walk Genevieve's in. no longer in, is, is no longer part of the cart, correct? No, absolutely not. Genevieve's you hear, on, you uh, head, on uh, head. Genevieve secured. Boys, we're, we're good. Ditch the cart. That comes through Thank the. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, so here's the scene. So Rangrim's gonna like, I fucking hope you guys are gonna get here. And like, just while he's falling, I'm gonna sixth level guiding bolt Chakar in the face. Okay. Um, so roll. Uh, um, while I'm describing that scene, uh, roll me that uh, sixth level guiding bolt damage. Um, and uh, so this is the scene. Rangrim sitting on this cart that you know, stand, like kind of standing on this cart that has, you know, this whole team has put a lot of effort and time into building. A lot of love and care has gone into this. And I think that there's a moment where uh, you see the donkeys, you know, your trusted companions that are heading towards you. And I think you look down and realize that there's just like, there is not enough time. And I think that there is a, a moment of, of hesitation where you uh, like, you know, while you're waiting on the donkeys to get to you, but I think as they get to you, you look down and just see like, there is, there is no choice. Uh, there is not a choice here for you. Like, if you go down with this thing, it'll be the it'll be the captain going down with the ship. And I think you jump on these these donkeys, um, and you as you do, like they essentially start to slow your descent, um, and you kind of start to go upwards towards Shakar. Um, and as you do so, I think you take out all of your fury and frustration in uh, in in losing this cart, um, and you just six level guiding bolts directly at Shakar. Um, what is that damage? I'm not even going to um, uh, 38. I think that the cart is your tr 38. Um, okay. I think that two things happen here simultaneously. I think that with a, um, what is, what does Rangrim yell as he uh, shoots this uh, guiding bolt? Dick. <laughs> so that, yeah, that rings out. It's a lot um, longer and more pronounced like you fucking dick. While he's shooting him in the face with that I, energy. I, I think that you that 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 rings out and everyone hears it as you just fire this guiding bolt off and it just nails Chakar in the side of the face and you see Chakar just like with a screech going to kind of like an uncontrolled um, like fall slash dive towards the ground as he is kind of like just screeching and burning um, and just like you see um, two things collide with the ground simultaneously you see. Um, you see Chikar who kind of like uncontrolled, like crash slides into the ground and like, you don't know, you don't see, you don't watch it long enough to see it get up. Um, because at the same time, uh, I think all of your eyes are drawn to uh, the other impact crash that is just a sound of twisting metal and wood and steel and the hopes and dreams of this of a lot of the uh, the characters of this campaign as the cart uh, just collides with the earth below um, in a small explosion and uh, pile of shrapnel and metal um, as you see your cart uh, smash into the ground far below 
as uh, the team is kind of still uh, elevated up in the air, uh, slowly descending to the earth, as you see Chikar start to push itself uh, to its feet. And that is where we're gonna lead the session tonight. Thank you for listening to the Almost Heroes and their mostly 5th edition D&D adventures. We post new podcast episodes every Monday, and you can catch us live on Twitch every Tuesday at 7 p.m. PST at twitch.tv slash bangerangbobby. See you there.